Hey, everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, today is the third Thursday of the month, which means it's time for Dylan and Reeves, and they are going to be doing something today called Marinara Madness, featuring probably my favorite product from Well Your World. All their products are fantastic, they're delicious, and they're vegan, of course, but more importantly, SOS Free. I think it's the only brand of its kind. But this just happens to be probably my favorite or tied for favorite with the sriracha sauce of all the products. And they're having a sale right now. It's 25% off. So I just bought six jars. This is also the one that my mentor, Dr. Ellen Goldhammer uses. So you might want to give it a try. There'll be a link below how to purchase it very easily, as well as sign up for their cooking show. And today they're going to be making a vegan baked masaccioli, a creamy spaghetti and starch balls. I like anything that has the word balls in it and a polenta. <laughs> Please welcome Dylan and Reeves. Yesterday, when I was saying you were going to be on the show tomorrow, I did a smush and I called you Deebs, Dylan and Reeves. <laughs> so, you know, kind of like, um, what, what was that? They did that with Brangelina. So welcome Deebs. <laughs> that's our celebrity name. We have yeah, one That's now. your celebrity smush. It's Deebs. <laughs> Why not Rillin? Yeah, Rillin. But anyway, <laughs> well, you I like Deebs. <laughs> Thanks for having us, AJ. Thank you for that amazing introduction. Sorry. Is starch balls one word or two? Because I don't know if I have it right in the show, the show notes. I've written it both. It looks like on the recipe it's written as one, but in the email, we, our newsletter this morning that we sent out, I put it as two. So I don't know. What should it be? <laughs> no. Maybe I two. thought you were going to say I, I like anything with starch in it, but you picked the other word. Okay. <laughs> I do like, well, I like to eat anything with starch in it, though. You know, it's I'm just, wearing my house starch shirt. <laughs> yeah, she's got her, uh, this is a Game of Thrones joke. But... House starch dinner is coming. And mine is every day I'm Brussels. We have a Brussels sprout here with a five o'clock shadow made out of a Brussels sprout leaf. <laughs> I don't know how you guys made this one, but it is very funny. Cute. We are cooking today. Are you guys ready? The link for the uh, PDF with all of the recipes is down below in the description box of the video. Be sure to go click. You can follow along. Take some notes if you want to, but these are easy. I don't think you're going to need a pen today. Uh, we are making that Baked Master Choli. That was uh, a Reeb's invention. I'll tell you more about it later. Don't worry. Okay. The starch balls, a Reeb's invention. <laughs> With a creamy sauce, we're going to show you how we sometimes make our delicious marinara as is, but you can make it a creamy sauce. And then we're going to make, for those of you who don't want pasta, we're making a polenta surprise, which is using our sauce and adding some white beans and kale and then putting, putting it over polenta, which polenta, by the way, has a pretty close calorie density to all the other starches, cooked polenta, that is, uh, if you weigh it and do the math. So it's a pretty healthy, uh, you know, alternative to pasta if, if you avoid pasta. So with that, let's get started. Anything else I should mention, Reeves, before we go? If you have any questions, of course, AJ and Reeves are here to uh, throw out the questions because I cannot see any kind of a chat box right now. <laughs> no, we'll be peppering in some cool offerings we're doing though. Yeah, we've got a lot going on. I don't really understand how we do so many different <laughs> things. You may think because of today that we're just like an SOS free product company that sells these food products, but there's a lot more. We just we started as a YouTube channel. Uh, our YouTube channel's been going great. We've got our plaque. AJ, did you get your plaque yet? No, I don't know how to do it. Maybe you can help me. I'm Okay, I gotta get I gotta do that for you. We have to have the both plaques showing, you know, it's cool. 
street cred. <laughs> we've got cookbooks. We've got obviously our products. Here is our clearance. We're doing a clearance on these products. Don't worry, that does not mean they're discontinued. These are like our favorite products. But we do have 25% off because we're, we're finishing out a batch that we've got before the new batches come in. And uh, so get them while they're hot because when they sell out, the price goes back to normal. We've already sold out of a few items that everybody is asking me about, but we should have the out of stock items back within a couple of weeks, by the way. Okay, so let's do this thing. We're going to start with the starch balls because it got AJ so excited. I'd like to just begin with that <laughs> and uh, reward her for that excitement. Here is a mixing bowl. This is so, so simple, y'all. Okay, here we go. Oh, and I don't need to cook the pasta yet because I do need to cook the pasta chili one. So I'm going to start some pasta first, actually. So let's go over to the stove and make sure my water's going. I'm going to move a couple of things around. But for the masa chili, you use a penne. Uh, yeah. Tell us more about the masa chili that you okay. invented. Okay. I'm not Italian, but what I am is from Chicago. And <laughs> they're known for their pizza, but I swear, every pizza place that you order from, you they also always had masa chili. And it's kind of like, I mean, it's like a big pasta dish similar to ziti. It kind of has, you know, but it was like covered in cheese and oil and it was disgusting. But growing up, we always got it. They always offered it. I know a lot of people haven't heard of that word, but really it's just a big pasta dish. And I like it because it can be really hard for us to find compliant lasagna noodles. And this one's way easier than lasagna. So I insisted that Dylan make it. <laughs> I had never heard of it before, so. Uh, I'm in Phoenix, <laughs> so that tells you what you need to know there. This is my favorite pasta. This is the Barilla red lentil pasta. This O organic one uh, for this fusilli is pretty good too, but the texture of the red lentil one from this specific brand and the chickpea one, which we actually had yesterday, we made mac and cheese for lunch, uh, is so good. It holds up really well. You can overcook it. You can cook it in the Instant Pot, like in our ziti recipe, our Instant Pot ziti recipe, without it turning into mush like whole wheat pasta would. So I really, really like this pasta. Okay, we're boiling over here, so we're just going to throw it in and cook it. It's normal. I could have done this in advance, but we came right down to the wire today on our timing. <laughs> and then we'll just give this a little stir and turn down the heat. I don't need that on, and I don't need that on. Okay. We'll wait for that other pot to boil, but this is looking good. We'll be ready for our penne. All right, so starch balls. We've got a bag of frozen rice that I've just let thaw. I, I, you don't have to uh, pre-steam it in the microwave or anything like that. One bag, I think a bag's like 10 ounces. You can buy the bags of frozen rice. At, I've seen them at Sprouts. I've seen them at... Uh, Whole Foods, and they're the, probably the cheapest, honestly, at Trader Joe's. Mm -hmm. And it's really handy because rice takes, you know, if you cook it like I do, like pasta on the stove, it takes 45, 30 minutes of, of cooking, and then I like let it kind of steam in the pot for another 15, 20. You can do it in the Instant Pot like Reeves, but honestly, that takes a while too. So the frozen version is really handy. So throw it in a mixing bowl. Then we've got a can of kidney beans, try to get that no salt added. That is, uh, they put a lot of salt in canned foods normally, so try your best to find the no salt stuff. And if you want a little salt, add it yourself at the end when you're eating, you know, like Dr. McDougall always says. Okay, what else? We're gonna throw in some seasoning. 
and a little bit of chickpea flour just to help them stick together. I don't think the chickpea flour is a must because when you mash it with the kidney beans, it, it'll stick together. You could also use like a flax egg if you wanted to try that. Um, but I find that just a little, what do we even do? Like two tablespoons of chickpea flour is all it takes just to make it all kind of stick together. So uh, I'll just kind of dump that in. I also drain the beans really well, let them dry out a little bit too. Okay, yeah, because you don't want this to be too wet or it will kind of fall apart. Our Nobody other... likes wet balls, Dylan. Well, I thought you would, but yeah. Hey, but you know what, Dylan? On all seriousness, though, you know, you you know, you mentioned add salt if you want. But did you happen to see the episode I did with Dr. Clarence Grimm, the world's leading expert on salt and hypertension? It was really interesting because he says there's never been a case of hypertension where you know where somebody didn't eat salt. Oh, okay. So he agrees with all of what we've said. Oh, yeah. Well, or at least going very, very, very low sodium. Like you know. Yeah, I mean, the number one comment I get from people is claim that I demonize salt, which I don't because we actually do eat a little bit of salt. Um, but like I said, I do it Dr. McDougall style where you add it yourself, you control it yourself, you know how much you're eating. And uh, but a lot of people are like, oh, we need salt to survive. I mean, we've only started using actual salt. People mix up sodium and salt, obviously. Mm -hmm. And we've only been using salt for what, 10,000 years or something? And the humans have been around for like a quarter million years. So how did we survive most of our entire ancestral line without salt? What a fascinating thing. <laughs> so you don't need salt. Uh, some people have rare you know, health issues where they might need more sodium than others and you could use salt to fix that or help that. But a lot of people don't realize we didn't have salt for a really long time. And it just makes you eat more. That's the other thing. Mm -hmm. it, you know, the hypertension is one thing, but it also, if, if, I'm, if I don't eat all day and I need to eat a lot all in one sitting, I'll add a little more salt because I'll eat like five bowls of something when I don't have time to do another meal later. So, you know, it, but that can have a, a negative effect too. What I'm adding now is just a little bit of our voodoo. This is my favorite for the starch balls. It's our voodoo, it's a Cajun seasoning. So it's got a little bit of sweetness from the date powder that we also sell and then all of those standard Cajun-y flavors. And I just add, you know, a tablespoon, whatever. We've got tons of other uh, spice blends you could use. Uh, you could use your own favorite. You know, some people have a better accessibility to um, some other no-salt seasoning. This is dashes and all those kinds of things at the regular grocery store. You don't have to use our stuff. It's just the best. <laughs> Do you remember that old comedy bit about voodoo? But you're probably guys are too young. You know, that one, you remind me of a man. What man? A man with the power. What power? The power of voodoo. Voodoo, hoodoo, you do. Do what? Remind me of a man. Do you remember that? I've heard people refer to it, but not, until now, I've never known what it actually was. <laughs> it's really, it's, a, it's one of those funny bits like who's on first, like Abbott and Costello. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you say voodoo, I think of that. I thought you were going to refer to the SNL skit about the sweaty balls, AJ. I love I that. That's one I of have, my favorite. I didn't know we'd make any balls jokes on the show today. It was not premeditated, but I'm going to just roll with it because every day I'm wrestling. <laughs> okay, there you have it, folks. Wash your masher right after you use it. You won't regret it. Then nothing's all stuck to it. You're trying to clean it and it's got crusty rice and starch balls all over it. Nobody <laughs> likes crusty balls. So get it off your masher immediately. He's really diligent about cleaning his utensils. <laughs> you guys, if you really like balls, we have a jingle balls recipe. Great for the holidays. Those are really good too. It's like a stuffing ball with no bread. 
Uh, those are those are fab fabulous. Okay, there it is. Uh, this is what it looks like. So it just looks like mash, uh, which is perfect because now we're just going to take it and make. How are we doing back there? Everybody's happy. Now we're just going to make like one inch balls, and you, as you can see here, they really stick together. Like you don't have a problem with these holding together. So this is it worked out really well, and we're just we got a parchment lined baking sh uh, sheet here, and we're just going to throw down our balls. Okay. These are like three ingredient yeah. meatballs without a better word for it. That's why we called it this. <laughs> yeah, they're really fast, simple. We have a more elaborate kind of veggie ball on our, um, you know, other than the jingle, like an Italian style one that we have on our YouTube channel too. Mm -hmm. But these are just so fast and they add that really nice starchiness to the dish and texture so that it's not just a bowl of pasta and sauce. And you know what else you could do? You could cook them really well done and then crumble them on top of a pizza. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, you could do that too. We love to make pizza with our pizza sauce using the whole wheat lavash from Trader Joe's. Mm -hmm. That's a really handy product. Um, you could do, you could make, what are they called? Pizza pitas, pita pizzas, <laughs> where you just stuff, you can take a mixing bowl like this, take our pizza sauce, and by the way, the only real difference between the pizza sauce and the marinara's is one's chunky and one's smooth. The pizza sauce is maybe a little bit sweeter, but because they usually are. Um, but that's a lot of people, my sister included, uses the pizza sauce like a marinara sauce because she likes the smoother texture. She mm -hmm. dips veggies in them, in the pizza sauce and stuff. But you could just take a bowl with all of your veggies. You could use frozen veggies too that you've thawed, mix it with pizza sauce in a mixing bowl, stuff it in a uh, pita and bake it. And you can make almost like a calzone. Um, th that's a pretty fun way of doing it too. Okay, we're almost done. This is going to make, it looks like... We've already got nine. I think we're gonna make like 12 balls here. Nice. We also have, speaking of Chicago, a deep dish polenta pizza on our, in our repertoire. We've had some fun with polenta and we're gonna have some later today here because it is just a really handy treat. Not really a treat. It's just a really good, easy access starch that cooks pretty quick. There you have it, 12 balls. Wow, that's perfect. <laughs> Okay. Do you ever air fry your balls? Say that again? Do you ever air fry your balls? Oh, you could definitely air fry these. Mm -hmm. I think that would work out great because these don't have anything doughy on the inside that'll be like undercooked. Even if it was crispy on the outside and just hot on the inside, this is cooked beans and cooked rice. So there's nothing really that you need to like cook. So an air fryer would be nice if you want to get a crunchier texture on the outside. I'm just doing 400 regular bake for 20 minutes. And so we're gonna leave this recipe now. We'll come back and put it all together once the starch balls come out. Our pasta's cooking, let's take a glance at that. Daria's asking, are the marinara and, or pizza sauce salt free? Oh yeah, no, no added salt in any of our products and there never will be. So you never have to worry. Everything I ever make, as long as I own this company and I don't know why I say that, I'm not getting to sell the company. <laughs> it's not for sale. But, uh, they're always plant-based, no, totally vegan, no added salt, oil, or sugar. Any of the sweetness is from either, you know, thick dates, raisins, figs, ground up into the sauce. You can't tell whether it's a ra it's not like a, some people don't like raisins, but you never know. The, the sweetness of the raisin uh, is what gives it a really nice touch. But there's not ever like chunks of raisins or anything like that. All right, masticcioli. 
Our pasta is pretty much done. Let's get started on that one. Okay, so go to the Masticholi page for those of you looking at your PDF. Oh yeah, the PDF is in the description box. You can click it. Yeah, don't forget to download these recipes. Try them out. Make sure you're on our newsletter too. We send out more recipes using our products every week. Uh, today we had the Polenta Surprise, which we're going to be making third in our lineup today. Okay, so here's what we're making. This one is a little richer. We're going to use tofu to make like a ricotta cheese almost. Mm -hmm. uh, no, it doesn't taste like cheese, which is a good thing. <laughs> it's less rich than using cashews, though. I just have my food processor with the S-Blade. This is a big one. You don't need it to be quite this large. And then we're just throwing everything in, right, Reeves? I haven't made this in a little bit. But we're just taking, this is a block of extra firm. Firm would be fine, too. Uh, you don't need to press it. Just drain it, and you're good to go. You can press it. It'll just make it a drier, thicker um, you know, ricotta, tofu. So, but you, you do want it to sort of be spreadable. So don't, I wouldn't press it. Okay, here's what we're going to add. We've got, I'm putting in some, I'll just show you, some soy milk, some garlic powder, a little bit of crushed red pepper, optional. Um, I'm putting in a little black pepper too, and some nutritional yeast. This is just to give, and some lemon, just to give some flavor to this. You don't have to, you, you know, AJ, you don't eat black pepper. Leave it out. No big deal. You could just be Italian seasoning. The soy milk's just to give it a little bit of uh, creaminess so it's spreadable. The nutritional yeast is, adds a nice tangy. A lot of people can think of it as a cheesy flavor. Of course it's not. It's cheesy-ish maybe, but it's not cheese. <laughs> uh, you know, some people that are brand new to this way of eating it taste new. They're like, it tastes nothing like cheese. You guys promised me. No. It shouldn't taste like cheese. You should never want to taste cheese again. It's the healthy way. Okay, so we're just throwing all this in, and then we're going to get a spatula, and we'll scrape down the sides as we go, because this is going to get a little bit clumpy. Do I use the whole lemon or half? Probably not the whole. I don't even... Oh, I'm looking at the wrong recipe. It says whole. I mean, I'm going for it. Okay, get one. I want the, the liquid. I think I got my squeezer out already. Okay. Stephanie's saying I loved your video that you posted on Tuesday. Oh yeah, I'll tell you about that later. That was, we posted that video yesterday, we were a day late. But uh, really oh, yeah, awesome, was. really awesome tool that we put out yesterday and this morning in our newsletter. Like I said, make sure you're on our newsletter. We don't uh, hit you with a million emails because I find that awful. So it's just one email a week. And uh, it's got, we pack in a lot of information. Today's was really good. And I'm sure that Cassandra or Reeves will put a link to the newsletter in the chat box. Okay, here we go. I'm just going to spin this in the food processor until it's smooth. And then I'll wipe down the sides once or twice because it's a lot of, ch of uh, dry stuff too, you know? Okay, let's do a little wipe. Uh, you can see it at first it's real uh, crumbly like a tofu scramble. We want to get it into saucier territory. So pardon me if my audio goes out because this is Zoom. And then, well, I don't think anybody can hear me when that's going. Okay, starting to look really nice and smooth now. Ooh. Very nice, very nice, very spreadable. But if it seemed like it was dry, you could add, I'm going to go a little longer. 
If it seemed like it was dry, you could add a little bit more soy milk, plant milk, whatever you like. Now it is a spinach ricotta, so we're gonna take a little spinach and add it a little bit at a time to our food processor. So I just have like one big handful, okay? Half a cup, whatever. So let's open this up. My food processor is big, I can just go all of it. <laughs> I was being Reeves. That's a trip. <laughs> okay, so there it is. This is what it looks like. Really nice little topping for our baked uh, pasta casserole at Mastacholi, whatever that is. <laughs> You'll know. You will know what it is. Okay, let's set this aside. Now uh, it's very simple. I'm going to strain the pasta. So I'll just strain this. We're going to use the penne which is plenty cooked. This, I love this pasta. It just has the right texture. This one's probably done too now. Let me have a taste. Oh, see, this one is the organics. It falls apart a little more, but it, it's still good, but it, it's not quite as good. The Barilla is like amazing. They nailed it. Okay, that's good. Let's take this off and I'll strain it. Back to you, Reeves and AJ. <laughs> nice. I, I love that pasta too. It just, it's so much more filling somehow. And just like, it, it's like foolproof. And I need foolproof because I'm not a good cook. And the feature that you can put in the Instant Pot is a nice touch because like I make starch blaster mm -hmm. and other things where we have pasta in the Instant Pot and it keeps the texture really nice. Okay, big mixing bowl back here. Hey, what else you got there, Dill? Our monster spoon. <laughs> this is a popular item on the show. That and your garlic rock. So yeah, for those of you wondering, yes, we sell products. Yes, we make YouTube videos and put out free tools like the one we'll tell you about from this week's video. Mm -hmm. And we do a live cooking show. So we'd love to have you, uh, you know, this is your preview. And next week we've got a live cooking show. We're going to do some Caribbean flavors. Oh, I'm finding this out now. That uh, <laughs> sounds really good. And uh, by, well, by the time we make them, believe me, I'll know them. And uh, it's, a, it's a really awesome show. We've got like 2,000 people now that have joined us on this show. So join them and us. It's an awesome show. We've got 115 back episodes. You get all the replays, all the PDF downloads with the recipes, everything. And so it's a really fun time. It's a really cool community thing too. A lot of people in the chat box just having fun. Just like we are today. That's right. So here we have the marinara. Magnifica and the pizza sauce. When I do this by myself, honestly, I just use the Magnifica. But for some people, you might want the smoother texture because this is a little bit chunkier, not that chunky. So I'm going to use a little bit of both. And we're just going to mix this into, this is just pasta in here so far. And we're just going to mix it with some of the sauce, some of both sauces, until it's not soupy, but you know, saucy. You know, you can jazz this one up by adding some zucchini, some broccoli. What have we put in here before? You could throw in some frozen veggies now, too. Oh, those frozen artichoke hearts that you can find at Trader Joe's. Oh, the frozen artichoke hearts are so good. You could just chop those. Okay. So this is, I mean, I did plenty. This is very forgiving. You, it doesn't, you don't need to measure. You don't need to pay much attention to how much. Just keep in mind, it's going to go in the oven for half an hour. It will be covered, so it won't dry out. But you want to use enough sauce that you'll 
you'll still have some wetness when it comes out. <laughs> and this is it. Now, now is when you can add any of those fun things that you might want to add. I, I didn't do that this time. This is just the plain, the plain Jane Masticholi. Now Sandra we take. says you could add cooked lentils to make it a bolognese. Oh boy, I like that because you can get uh, the no salt canned lentils if you go to the right place. I think Sprouts and Whole Foods has these, and we love them. They're a just a regular brown lentil with no added salt. Okay, it's Westbray. You know that brand from the milk and the uh, mustard. Mm -hmm. One, not the big size casserole dish because we did only use an eight ounce box of pasta, right? Mm -hmm. You could always double it yeah. and do like a traditional nine by 13 Pyrex. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Then you'd want to probably double your topping too. Mm -hmm. But this is a really nice size for this dish. Barbara says, I belong to a small whole food plant-based vegan group. I tell the participants all the time to check out Chef AJ and Well Your World for easy and sustainable way to do this lifestyle. Very helpful for newbies. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think that uh, AJ, us, we, have, we do have a unique approach to keeping things really, really simple and not focusing on all the fancy Instagram-worthy recipes, but what people really actually eat day in, day out. And, that, and it can be a lot simpler than uh, most of us realize when we're brand new at this. So we've got our casserole. Let me take my little blade. Everyone loves that dish. This is like, a nice that's dish. A classic. It is a classic. Did you get this at an estate sale or what? I think I actually got it from your sister. She got oh. it for me. Well, my sister does get a lot of things from like, estate sales because she also likes classic things. Sometimes, you know, you guys remember like Pampered Chef and things like that? Sometimes they just made them better back in the day. Even Tupperware, like my grandma said, Tupperware is like still going strong. Nowadays, you like wash it and it melts in like a second. <laughs> I'm, I don't disagree. That's like the perfect size dish, though. I'm impressed. Yeah, it's, it's good. Okay, and now we're literally just throwing on all this uh, tofu mix. Now remember, tofu is more calorie dense. If you're doing, if you're focusing on weight loss specifically right now, this may not be the best way of doing this dish. Um, you know, try one of the other. Try the polenta one that we're going to make in a little bit. Those are all really good options. Okay. A little more here. How easy was this? All we did was cook pasta, mix it with cold sauce, and then we threw some stuff in our food processor. Mm -hmm. This is like the this is the really the point of these products to make really healthy, simple meals, a wide variety. You know, this is a pretty innovative way of using a simple jarred pasta sauce, and you, so you never get bored. Okay. That's it. It doesn't have to be perfect, as you can see. There's space around the edges, whatever. Who cares? Ooh, it's going to be good. And you know, this recipe, too, what are we going to bake it for, like, 20 to 30 minutes? But it's mm -hmm. so forgiving. You can Yeah, if you, you forget about it for a few time. minutes. <laughs> you're really just heating it through. And heat, nothing's really cooking. You're not cooking the tofu so much. I mean, a little bit. Okay, I'm throwing it in. It's 375 in this oven. <laughs> Cassandra says, top with breadcrumbs if you're feeling crazy. Ooh, that's a good idea, yeah, if you want to add a little more calories. <laughs> but uh, it, that would be a nice touch as well to make it casserole style. Because you can do that with a lot of the stuff we made. We made this really tasty, cheesy hash brown casserole that's in the, the tool that we had in our video this week, mm -hmm. where you can top it with a little breadcrumbs. So. <laughs> Are you okay. going to talk about that, though? What's that? 
Should we talk about it now? Yeah. All or right. Do you want to get? Do you need to get started first? Well, let me. Let's talk about it while I'm cooking that polenta. Oh, I need to strain this. The rest of this pasta too. Ooh, straining. The the chickpea one falls apart. Falls Somebody's apart talking about the crab cakes we made on the Well Your Weekend live cooking show. You know, we've cooked like over 400 recipes on that show. That the show is where all of our recipes come out first. So if you want early access to our stuff, that is you would want to join our show for sure, because those are recipes eventually become our cookbooks, mm -hmm. our YouTube videos, um, and all of that. So you're helping us essentially as part of the being part of our show. You're helping us to to craft the recipes too, because we always tweak the recipes a little bit while. Yeah, live <laughs> um, on during the show. I'll practice them once or twice, but some lots of recipes we purposely do for the very first time on the show because it is pretty fun asking people questions. Hey, should I do this or that? And people love to interact with us in the chat. And so it's a really fun way to hold yourself accountable because there's a lot of people in there. Mm -hmm. So you're you have this community that you're you're not answering to, but you're keeping informed of your of how you're doing and. That's a very powerful tool that I think a lot of people overlook. You know, I understand the gold hammer approach is all you got to do is eat the food, make the food healthy, eat the food. Well, it's harder than that, sir. For a lot <laughs> of people, we aren't, uh, we don't have the perfect personality for sticking to this day in, day out. So we need that community aspect. <clears throat> Excuse me. We need the tools. So uh, the show is really great for that. But not only that, you get to see the same people over and over. I mean, some of the same people I see in the chat today and you get to like know everybody and like really get to interact and know them and us and we look forward to it all the time it's like just feels like our secret little hangout but it's not so secret that's <laughs> <laughs> true that's true and it's, it's, a, it's a closed group so you know chef aj makes her balls jokes live to the entire internet i tend to make mine in the closed group <laughs> <laughs> okay all i've done is taken another jar of sauce it could be the marinara magnifica it could be the mushroom basil uh, they're both, you know, similar with some differences. Obviously, the mushroom basil has some mushrooms. Now, you have this dirty jar of sauce and a blender. Throw <laughs> the jar do? into, just kidding, <laughs> don't do that. But I am going to put, like, a little bit of water in here, and we'll shake it around and put it in here. We're going to, we're, now, normally, I just heat up the sauce on the stove, put it over pasta, boom, you're done, you have a meal. Because a lot of time, we're moving fast, and we need it quick. There's a kid running around. All this nonsense. So, a kid that stole your dinner yesterday. He did. I, we, I got a veggie sushi roll from Fry's on sale, and uh, he ate the whole thing. So that's okay. I had other things to eat. Did I accidentally just toss the lid to this? No, it's on the cutting board. Oh, that is this lid. <laughs> How about that? So I added a little water, and now now you're cleaning it because you're going to recycle this jar. So now you've got a clean jar. We've got a little bit of liquid with all the leftovers in there. And now this can go in the recycling. And now we're going to cream it up with a little bit of cashews. I soaked them. I didn't need to because we already have water uh, from the jar. Sometimes I just do it out of habit. Yeah. It, well, sometimes I we put them in the little bullet blender, and that's better when they're soaked. That's true. So now we're going to just make a little cream. That's it. A little bit of cashews and the, the rest of the juice from inside the bottle.
Okay, so now we just have a little bit, essentially a little bit of cashew cream. And we'll just dump that in the sauce, heat our sauce, and then we're ready to go. Our starch balls just have a few minutes left. Nice. So here we go. Let me go over to the stove. Reeds, keep us entertained. Somebody was saying, is anybody telling how many times that we've said the word balls today? <laughs> <laughs> this is a naughty show. What else can you use instead of cashews for this little hack? Uh, you could, hemp hearts. You could play with hemp hearts. You could, what else? You could, you could try the white bean thing, but you know, it's, it's not critical that you make this creamy at all. It's really an amazing sauce on its own. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes though, when, you know, like you were saying, you forget to eat sometimes. And if I forget to eat sometimes <laughs> and it's dinner time, I'm just like, can you make my dish a little more rich today? Yeah. Uh, some, sometimes, you know, in order to emotionally make the food enticing enough, you got to add a little richness. That's okay. It just depends where you are in your journey. If you're working on weight loss and you want to leave out the overt fats like nuts and seeds and avocado, power to you, that's good. Uh, if you're in a place where you can add a little bit of this stuff, great. It's, it's completely variable, you know? So now we're just heating this sauce. I'm going to crank the heat a little bit because I'm going to stand here and watch it. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a nice kind of cream color. But it's creamy from cashews. I don't even want to know what other creamy sauces are creamy from. Uh, yeah, it's usually a load of oil. <laughs> you know, extra virgin olive oil is the most common one that all these sauces usually have, especially the cheap ones. You know, people are, are always sold these ones that are like $2 a jar, and they're full of processed sugar, processed salt, and oil, all three mm -hmm. in one jar. And it's like, are you even eating real food anymore? Now what are you going to do? They go put it on white pasta. And it's, it's not a very healthy, convenience food. So that's why we endeavored to change that by coming out with real sauces that well, have real food ingredients, sweetened with dates. The thing about pasta sauces in the store are you can find them salt-free, but then they have sugar. Right. You can find them sugar-free, but then they have a load of salt or oil. I think that ours might be the only one that doesn't have those three added. Yeah, or there's some kind of keto thing, and then they have no sweetened sweeten flavor at all. And it's, it's, it's weird out there, man. It's weird out there. Okay, this is hot. You can see it. You can simmer it for a few minutes if you want to. But as long as it's at a little bit of a boil, I mean, half the time you could just do it in the microwave too. So let's put this thing together. I see you have a bowl. I got you ready. All right. I'm going to grab, where's that pasta in the sink? So let's start and we'll throw a little bit of pasta in this bowl. In a fish bowl that has never had fish eaten out of it. No. Okay. This is the chickpea pasta. Again, it, it falls apart a little more. I don't love this brand as much as the gorilla. Okay, then we've got our sauce and our balls. So let's get the balls out. And you can see what those look like. We're dying to see them, Joe. Yeah, Dylan, we're dying to see your balls. There they are, folks. 
happy that you waited <laughs> and these are them and they're really nice uh you know they they break i i cut the time on this because we're doing the show live so normally i would go probably another five minutes but like i said nothing's gonna be undercooked you still have a nice crunchiness on the outside if you air fried them like I, like you were saying aj then that would just make them a little even crunchier yet so it works really well hmm. okay let's get some sauce on here Oh, that's hot. <laughs> you know, you can just dip those into any of your sauces. I know AJ really likes the sweet heat and the sweet mustard mixed together. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. The starch balls, um, they're not a nutty treat. It's just beans and rice. So you can dip them, enjoy that just like that. You could put them, you could do our cheese sauce. There's a little sauce. I mean, you could shape them into patties and make a burger and serve them with some all your world ketchup. Nice. And then we just got a few balls. What do you think of that? That's a dish. Put some uh, crushed red pepper on top. Oh, you want to make it spicy? <laughs> what about you guys in the chat? Are you spicy people or non-spicy people? I like, I definitely do a little bit of crushed red pepper on just about everything. <laughs> um, you could sprinkle on a little chopped uh, spinach or chopped basil if you wanted to like make it look all restauranty or Instagrammy. <laughs> but that that is it. I mean, how how beautiful and simple oh, wow. is that? When you see it up close, you can really see like the beans and the rice detail. Yeah, in the balls. And now you just break it apart with your fork and you have an extra starchy meal. What do you guys think? Oh, <sighs> mm. wish we weren't live because I'd be eating the rest of this. <laughs> Just kidding. I love being live. Okay. Our master trolley is doing good. We're ready to make the plenty surprise. And then we'll talk about that uh, other tool that we made this week. Nice. Let me set this over here. So polenta isn't a very common, if you're, if you're new to this way of eating, well, if you're from the South, you might know polenta and grits quite well. Maybe not a healthy version, but we, I didn't grow up eating too much of it, to be quite honest. Let me get the water going so that we're not waiting on that. I'm just going to get this water to a boil. I've got about eight cups of water. I'll cover it for a minute. I also need a glass of water, Reeves, talk for a minute. If you don't know polenta, you're about to find out. I feel like... Some people might only be familiar with polenta that comes in the tube that you can slice and bake. Oh, yeah. But usually that tube polenta does have added salt, so it's convenient if you don't mind the sodium added. It's nice that it doesn't have the added oil, though. Mm -hmm. It can be handy. We have used that stuff to make uh, little crackers with. Yeah. You can make polenta crackers. Little polenta pizzas. <laughs> like a little order. But you can also make that on your own. Uh, it's not too hard to make that. Okay. So this week, we came out with this new tool. So the problem, why don't you tell us, Reebs, about recipe amnesia? I, recipe amnesia, you guys, I don't need to tell you about it because you've already <laughs> experienced it. It's what happens when you had a long day working or caretaking, making decisions, and you just you get to mealtime and you've been using your brain to make these tough decisions all day 
that by the time it comes to cook a meal, you don't remember what food exists. You look in your fridge and your mind just goes blank. Like, I don't know any recipe I've ever made. And it happens to me and it happens to Dylan. And we've, like I said, cooked over 400 recipes on our show. So that's a little embarrassing. And if it can happen to us, it can happen to you. So we came out with this uh, PDF guide to try to help combat the recipe amnesia by having quick recipe cards that you can hang on your fridge and look at. And all of our recipes, you guys, you've seen them today. They're super, whether or not Before you tell the punchline. Okay. A lot of people do these like meal plans. And I'm not dogging on it. If it works for you, then by all means, that's great. I would never tell somebody who's healthfully adhering to their plant-based diet in a successful way, I would never tell them to change a thing that they're doing ever. But for many of us, meal planners don't work so well because A, there's too many different recipes, you have that, and then you're stuck to it. So it often comes with like a shopping list. Once mm-hmm. you have all those things, you got kind of got to make the meals and you got to follow the plan or else you're wasting food potentially or whatever. And uh, so that I, I wanted to go away from that method it, it doesn't work for, for us very well. We don't recommend it on our own channel and our own work. We, we have done in one meal planner that was really nice, mm-hmm. but we did it with very few recipes and we did the recipes over and over throughout the week right. because having 21 new recipes for a week of eating is absolutely unsustainable. People will, I think, fall off of a plant-based diet all the time because they think it's just too much work because you've got to cook a different dinner every night of the week. And it doesn't have to work that way. So now, now tell the punchline. Oh, so we created, we have the full recipe pages in there, but we also created recipe cards that you can hang up wherever it's convenient to see. And like I was uh, saying, whether or not our recipes use our products, they're always usually very fast and very simple. Under 20 minutes, there's a lot of 10 minute and under recipes in there. So you can just like go to your refrigerator scan it pick one and you've got a meal in like 10 minutes and you don't have to think about it you don't have to use your brain at the end of the day when you have no brain power left nice so it's been really well received so you can get it by going to this link check out our video too but this is the link where you can download it and it's we put a lot of work into it and it's a free pdf uh so i think you'll really like it recipe amnesia did we already say that that is reeb's term (laughs) Has anyone here, just tell me in the chat, have you experienced recipe amnesia? (laughs) Okay, we are making polenta. So now we got the water boiling and you wanna just slowly whisk in the polenta. If you throw this whole thing into a pot of boiling water, it's gonna kinda explode. So you wanna just take it real slow. It starts out like, I'm also gonna throw in some, I'm throwing the nutritional yeast in here, right? Yeah, we're going to throw in the Italian seasoning and the nooch. So, and that's optional. You don't have to throw in the nutritional yeast if you don't want to. I think it gives a nice flavor to the polenta. And then we throw in some Italian seasoning too to give the polenta a nice Italian flavor. And boom, we just kind of keep whisking. Okay, and while I'm doing that, let's, how's the heat? I'll, tur- I'll turn the heat up a little. Back to you, Reeves. Marlaria says, I agree with this meal rotation idea. I only need a few recipes. It's usually just me eating what I make. So, 
Yeah, and, and you know, she included 12 recipes, but not because we think your rotation should include 12 recipes, mm -hmm. but because some people are inevitably going to like other things, some of them more than others. So you can just leave some out. You could use six one week, six another month. I, I, I like doing it by the month yeah. and instead of by the week so that you're, you're getting into a groove. Now, you need, as it starts to get hot, you've got to really drop the heat on this polenta because it'll splatter. And it's going to really start to thicken up after a few minutes. It takes like 10, 15 minutes. Um, we don't have to cook it all the way because you can't taste it anyway. But the idea is you just kind of keep going until it's nice and soft and homogenous. You know, you don't want it to be gritty grits. Uh, even grits are soft. And this is really it. You can walk away. Now that it's kind of thickened, you can see that it's quite thick. You can stop stirring and just let it sit, but it, this is boiling too much. So you want to, because it's so dense right now, uh, it, it boils at a much lower heat level. So do turn your heat down as it starts to thicken because you don't want it to splatter all over the place. Mona's asking, could you use plant milk for the polenta or do you have to use water? You could, it's going to add a lot of calories because the plant milk, you know, we're using like eight cups of water. So eight cups of soy milk is like an extra thousand calories in this pot. So yes, you definitely can if you'd like to make it a little bit creamier. You could do a mix of one of water and uh, soy milk. But I find that it's with, with adding the seasonings like this, it's really good with water. You could also use veggie stock uh, oh, yeah. if you wanted. Okay, so that I'll go down a little on the heat and we'll just keep an eye on it. So yeah, this, this uh, little formulator or the meal rotator came from us because we have a pantry door full of cards. All the cards that we make on our cooking show end up on the pantry door, especially the ones we really like. Mm -hmm. And then it's got, there's like three layers deep of cards now. It's too so many you, cards. You do have to clear them out and start over. And so now we're thinking with how much everybody's liked this tool, we might make a whole cookbook with recipe cards, with the recipes, of course, but also the recipe cards where you can just cut those pages out and put them on your door. One person said, I have a laminator and I'm going to laminate those cards and oh. put them on. That's cool. I yeah. have one too. I forgot. <laughs> but like you were saying on the video, you know, you kind of have to lower your standards when it comes to eating and get used to eating the same meals over and over, whether it's because you have leftovers of something and you're going to eat it again later in the week, or it's because you're just making the same recipe again. It's like we eat this very special diet a lot of you guys eat no added salt oil or sugar so it really takes time to neuroadapt to not having those things added and once you do you should be able to eat the same meals over and over and still enjoy them just as much as the first time yeah it's a bit of a rookie move to try and do too much variety in your plant-based diet. I think mm -hmm. that's what adds too much complication. You got to go with the Doug Lyle approach. You re reduce all the costs to getting that food down, down into your belly by making it really, really simple, easy, fast, and then you can come in the kitchen, boom, I know I've got my fridge full of pantry and fridge items because I'm, we have a really standardized shopping list, so we always have the same thing in stock all the time unless we do something fancy. Mm -hmm. uh, and then like I bought some parsnips because we're going to do this roasted, the uh, what's it called? Irish, Irish stew. That we I bought like. corn because it was eight for a dollar. <laughs> right. Don't usually have corn in stock because it's so seasonal. But uh, 
now you walk into the kitchen, you've got a fridge full of food and you got just a few recipe cards and boom, you can pick. You know, it's also for the, this is also a really good tool for the people that aren't into doing like a whole day of meal prep, which works really well for some people and that's great. But I am too spontaneous to do meal prep. I'm not organized enough to do meal prep. And I don't want to spend that much time in the kitchen all at once, honestly. Right. So I really like just coming up to the door, looking, boom. Also, it has our potato corn chowder recipe that is really popular. And that recipe was not available to the general public until now. So you can get <laughs> it from this meal rotator. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's get our sauce going here. The polenta is kind of just, I have it down to a 1.5 and it's just kind of bubbling slightly. It just really doesn't need that much heat. You can cover it too if you wanted to. You could just throw the lid on so it's not exploding all over. Now I'm taking a jar of our mushroom basil this time. Oh, I love that one. Sammy says, I eat the same thing for lunch for a few months, then I change it. I make one big pot of soup and I eat that all week for dinner. Once a week, make a different dinner, like vegan sushi, crazy simple. I love it. I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, it's, and it's so nice when, you know, we, we, inevitably, we inevitably go through stages. When we first get started, we're, we're often trying to replicate some of the old flavors. Like when I first started, I had this, oh my gosh, I just got to show it to you. This, uh, <laughs> I don't know what he's about to get out of the cabinet, but I'm so excited to see it. This thing. Oh, I forgot about that. Because I was a potato chip addict. So what did I do? I, got, I took this thing. This is extremely tedious. Every one of these holes is one potato chip. When you eat a bag of potato chips, it's a lot of more holes than this. <laughs> but so now you can, get your, you can use a mandolin and make really thin slices of like russet potato. And then you literally fold them into this thing and you microwave this thing. And it makes crispy potato chips that are obviously SOS free. They're more calorie dense because you've taken out the water, but when you're just getting started, some of us just need to replicate the old flavors to get into the groove. And then guess when the last time I used this was? A long time ago, because who would go to the trouble once you're used to eating things like this and the starch balls and things that are really fast and easy. This is like three minutes of eating from 20 plus minutes of pre pre preparing all the little, you gotta fold each one and stick it in the hole. <laughs> but boy, I needed it when I first started out. So it's really, what I was getting at with that is that it's really nice to start to experience that feeling of, we say lower your standards, but really you're just getting into a deep groove mm -hmm. of doing this day in, day out, and it just becomes second nature. and. Uh, it, it's very freeing. It's also very freeing to no longer care about restaurant FOMO, fear the fear of missing out on the new vegan restaurant in town or Ugh. whatever it was. All the, the FOMO that comes with cook, all these crazy cooking tools and methods like that are totally unnecessary, such as you know sous vide that people do when they're cooking meat and all this garbage. A can of white beans is what I'm throwing in. White beans are harder to find no sodium, so this was a low sodium, and then we rinse them as best we can. It's still gonna have salt, but you know, what can you do? I'm gonna turn this down, and I forgot I wanna throw some kale in here too. So we're, we're kinda taking our sauce, we're adding starch, and we're gonna add some greens too, which I think is a really nice uh, touch for on top of this polenta surprise. Ooh, and, yeah. and the sky's the limit here. That's my phrase <laughs> that Rebecca makes fun of me for all the time. <laughs> but you can do anything. You could do chopped spinach. You could do uh, 
the lentils is a great, I, that someone mentioned earlier, lentils in the sauce instead of the white beans. And these are just, the point here is to vary it up a little bit when you get tired of something, but it's pretty much the same thing. And then you can, you can have some variety, but you're still focusing on fast, simple, easy. Let's do a little bit more because that's going to wilt. So I just took like three leaves <laughs> of kale. Stocks? Stocks? <laughs> I don't think so. Rhonda said uh, your cheese sauce or the cheese sauce from the uh, mac and cheese bar episode is their favorite. I highly recommend joining the cooking show. We've got so much awesome content in that show. Just the replays alone would be worth the 15 bucks. Uh, you can learn how to make soy yogurt from scratch, just soybeans. You can make an entire uh, quart of soy yogurt for like $2 or less uh, using our method. That's a little bit more involved. That would be not in the realm of simple because you have to make the yogurt. But, you know, I, I like homesteader processes too. Reeves really likes yogurt. And the store-bought stuff is so full of garbage and expensive. So many different gums. Even the ones that aren't full of, like, sugar, they're full of, like, three different types of processed gums to make it thick because they don't know what they're doing. And you can make really simple, no gums needed at all, soy yogurt. Well, we've got a couple episodes on that. And then we did one where we made our own, like, cheese out of the yogurt and, and just fun stuff. Mm -hmm. So we've got a whole wide variety of types of episodes, um, but our favorite, I think our favorites and most popular are probably like our 10 minute meals. Yeah. Um, the, but also the themey ones, like next one's going to be the Caribbean. So that's mm -hmm. really fun too. Rhonda says, by the way, making polenta surprise tonight. Forgot about that one. You forgot, eh, Rhonda? What did you have? Recipe amnesia about the polenta? Oh boy! Reeb's on it again. <laughs> Some of our 10-minute meals we've done for free on YouTube, so you can go back and watch those if you want. Yeah, twice a year we do one free, uh, one of our cooking shows will broadcast live. You can't get the recipes, uh, but you can watch us and you can get a feel for how we do the show. Of course, you can get a feel for how they do the show he, uh, here too. But just know that on our cooking show, we do not use our product. We use like our nutritional yeast, but anybody can get nutritional yeast. We use mm -hmm. our date powder, but anybody can get date sugar at the store. Well, the date powder is a very small ingredient in a cooking show anyway. But uh, none of the, our products are needed for the cooking show. We're on AJ Live. We're promoting our sale products right now. So we're obviously using our products. But on our show, nobody, you can be join us from anywhere in the world. You do not need to have access to our products to participate and enjoy the recipes. And same with our cookbooks. We've got three cookbooks. We're working on another one right now that should be out in a couple months. And uh, that's going to be our YouTube Favorites Volume 2. So we have a Well Your World Favorites Volume 1 and 2. And we have a YouTube Favorites Volume 1. You can get them in a bundle and save five bucks a book. And it also includes the digital version. If you buy the hard copy version, you get the digital version included. Mm -hmm. uh, and the, the digital version, it's only 10 bucks more to add the hard copy version. So it's a pretty good deal. And it's all these kinds of recipes, mostly all simple, fast, easy. Some of them may, might have a couple extra steps for when you want to do something a little fancier on the weekends, like our stuffed poblano peppers. Mm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, things like that. But even that one is like so easy. Um, okay, let's, let's check on that polenta and <laughs> see how it's going. The sauce is looking great. All the kale wilted. So we're pretty much ready to go on that. This makes a big pot of polenta. You can probably half this. Or you save it. And look at it. It's beautiful. It's thick. Let's have a little taste. 
We could put the other half of that into a dish and set it up for that deep dish polenta pizza I was talking about. It's, oh man, the flavor of the Italian seasoning is like so good. Yeah, polenta is really cool like that because if you put it into a dish just like that, it hardens up and firms up and then you can do all kinds of things. We've made a quiche, a polenta quiche. We made Um, a polenta benedict with hollandaise sauce. So we do some fancier things, but the real <laughs> principles of Well Your World are fast, easy, get in, get out, because not all of us are passionate about food and just want to think about the next time we can get into the kitchen to work. Mm-hmm. Most of us want to get in and get out and get back to the things that we're really passionate about in our lives, which might be our health. You know, Just because you're passionate about your health doesn't mean you're passionate about cooking. And so sure. we want, we're, we're here for those people. And uh, you may think I'm like, my passion is cooking. It's not. My passion is helping people to do things quickly. Cooking is a core, essential part of life. You know, I'm, it's important to me to be good at it, but it's not like I'm passionate about it. The same as I'm not passionate about driving my car, but I got to do it every day. So I'm getting pretty good at it. Sorry, AJ, you were about <laughs> I to think say your pa- And I was going to say, I think your passion is eating. Definitely. Just like <laughs> you. I met you eating. <laughs> I met you eating about 15 sweet potatoes, I think it was. <laughs> okay. Dill, did you mention that if you are a cooking show member, you get an additional 10% off of like our sale items right now. So it would be 35% off of the marineras. Yes, absolutely. You get a, a 10% discount on all of our products, our cookbook bundles. You always get to stack that discount. It'll never be that you only get one discount or the other. Our members always get an extra 10% off of anything we're doing, whether it's regular price or discount. And of course, you get all the back uh, episodes, all these beautiful PDFs, just like the ones you're seeing today for the show here. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, uh, we've gone long on the masticholi. Now we, we're ready to eat, guys. We're done cooking. Nice. So let me get a couple, I'll just get this oven rack thing, cooling rack. <laughs> How long did it take to make three delicious dishes? I mean, you could feed a whole family. It's fast and it's not, you know, somebody like, oh, you had all everything out and ready. Well, they're what, you know, the jar, I had you know the jar what? out, the bean, the can of beans I pulled out of the pantry. There's not much. We're, we're about to have uh, upwards of 40 people over for Lucas' first birthday. And AJ was just asking us before the show, what, what are we going to do for his birthday? We're actually going to use our jarred marinara sauce because why not? And make lasagnas for everybody. Yeah, I have to pull a case or so out so that I don't sell all of our stuff at discount because I need some. Okay, so here is our polenta and sauce. Let's make a bowl of that first, and then we'll finish with the mustacholi. How's my accent? <laughs> I don't know. There were a lot Probably of people bad. that said they were Italian in the chat, so they can let you know how your accent was and whether or not they're <laughs> offended. So here we go. There is a nice bowl of polenta. You got lots of leftovers. That was a big batch. Let me get a better spoon. And if you do join the cooking show, I always advise people to eat beforehand. Because <laughs> if you watch the whole 60 to 90 minutes of us cooking, you will get hungry. Oh, man. Look at this up close, folks. Polenta surprise. All that is cooked polenta, the sauce, the greens. We've just like diluted the sauce with even more starch. And uh, that's how you get full. 
and that stay satisfied. That is comfort food, Dill, and this it's healthy. This is definitely comfort food. Every other diet that exists is like about deprivation or starving all the time. And it's like, we get to eat potatoes and polenta and pasta. Are you kidding? <laughs> like, this is the best. Mm. It's really good. It's so simple. I love the nutritional yeast and the Italian seasoning. The polenta really gives it, it almost gives it a salty flavor. Mm -hmm. It gives it a little bit of creaminess too. Like somebody was saying, can I make this with plant milk? I don't think you need to when you add the nooch. Yeah, but you can. Mm. That's so good. You're going to need to wait, but oh yeah, I, don't I know like you're going to wanna want it. I don't like to scald my mouth like Dylan does. I usually let it cool off to like a normal person temperature. Hey, if it's not hot, it's I don't know how to finish that sentence. Let's check this out. We're going to unveil this together. Yeah, I'm I hope it looks good. It. That would be embarrassing. Okay, I probably needed a few more minutes, but that's okay. For the purpose of this show... You could always do, you know, five minutes uncovered. I, I usually do uncover it. Maybe we'll have to add that to the recipe because I did forget. But if you, if you uncover it, it'll cook even more on top. Mm -hmm. But that's okay. It's perfectly good. But when you dig into it and you see all those layers, it's going to be so delicious. Okay. Did you see the question or answer the question about soy yogurt? No. About is it good if you're trying to lose weight to eat soy yogurt? It was from... Uh, I mean, it's going to be more calorie dense because it is soy and soy is an overt fat. So, oh, this is cooked pretty good, actually. I'm, I'm happy with that. It firmed up more than I realized just by looking at it, but you can uncover this. Uh, I would say that you know everybody is going to lose weight at a different rate. You need to figure out what your routine is going to be. There are lots of people, if you're very heavy, you can lose weight eating uh, soy yogurt probably, but you'll plateau eventually. And the question is, will you plateau where you want to plateau? And then you may need to remove those things. But uh, it kind of just depends where you're starting. But definitely soy, uh, the nuts and seeds, avocado, they're all in the more calorie uh, dense category or the more, the more overt fat. Soy yogurt is not very calorie dense at all, but it's more calories that are from fat than from carbs like the other. So it's not that you're getting a lot of extra calories from soy yogurt, but you are getting more fat calories. And if you're trying to lose weight, like my, Dr. McDougall says, the fat you eat is the fat you wear. So it is true. So keep that in mind, try, try it out, see what you can do. And then as you plateau and you stop losing weight, eventually start to get a little bit stricter, so to speak, with your rules. And it doesn't mean you have to necessarily do it forever, but uh, some people choose to, and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, this is looking really beautiful. Again, you could put some uh, crushed red pepper on. Oh, wow. I'm getting in there. I might try the polenta at the same time. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love it. It's, it's got that nice earthy tofu flavor, but with all the flavoring we added and the spinach and everything, it's really nice richness on top. We do something almost like this to make lasagna too. Mm -hmm. When I first made this on the show, in fact, I layered it with sauteed, or did I even saute them? Or just thin sliced zucchini. Zucchini, the artichoke hearts, a couple other things. So you can dress this up with all kinds of add-ins and have some fun with it. Uh, whatever might be in season, who knows? This mm. tastes restaurant quality, Dill. No, this is delicious. That's an excellent dish. Okay, y'all. Mm. <laughs> so don't remember, don't forget, we do have our sale right now. Some of these items are going fast. The fiesta is almost out. 
the pizza sauce is almost out. So uh, check it out because once they're gone, it's going back to a regular price. Actually, they're going to be out of stock for a little bit because I cannot believe the demand. I thought I'd put this stuff on clearance and I'd time it just right so I'd have some overlap and I'd get the new batch in. Well, you guys bought this stuff up. I can't believe how fast. <laughs> I guess I put it too cheap. <laughs> okay. So if you'd like to support us, we'd sure appreciate you joining our YouTube uh, channel. You can subscribe. That's the, we put out tons of free content. You don't have to spend a dollar. Watch our stuff. If our message of simplicity resonates with you, then I think you'll really enjoy our videos. We do what I eat videos. We sit down and talk like we did in the video this week. We do plain old recipe videos mm -hmm. that are real simple and concise. And of course, we put out these free little tools because Reeves is just so good at creating them. If you'd like to spend a few bucks, buy our products. We really uh, put a lot of heart and soul into making these products really good. Uh, we, of course, we've got our uh, cooking show that you, we'd love to have you for. Tons of benefits uh, for just 15 bucks a month. What a value. And then, of course, we've got three cookbooks. Get them while they're hot. There's that free thing again. I think I've shown you all the slides. So thank you all for the support. Thanks for being here live with us today. Thank you, AJ, for having us. And I hope yeah, you Yeah, that it. was great. And people are commenting how you did it all in under an hour or just about in an hour. <laughs> Delicious. Let's see. Next month is May. Next so month is May, my birthday month already. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You and your what, what day is your birthday? 10th? Mine's, mine's 13. 13. Lucas is the first. Nice. Two Tauruses. Well, we can't see what you're coming back with next month. And guys, try this. It's really, really delicious. And it's so easy. You just don't open the jar. So, <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much, Dylan. Thanks so much, Reeves. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow for a Q&A with Dr. Ron Weiss. We call it The Doctor Is In. You need to send those questions in in advance, but there's two bonus shows in between. Today at 2 p.m., we have Crystal and Michael talking about their new book. And at 9 a.m. tomorrow, back by popular demand, is urogynecologist Rachel Rubin talking about hormones. She's one of our most popular guests. So please come back. Thanks, everyone. Eat starch. They don't have to be walls. Take care. Bye-bye.